0: Welcome to Reddit on Reddit, the internet's auditory version of Reddit. I'm Nelson Allingham, joined by Michael Cambo Gamble. Do you know what I've noticed,
1: Nelson, uh, recently? Normally, whenever like, you know, you introduce me, I'm like, hey, how are you, Nelson? Or generally when anyone greets you, you say, Hey, how are you? Yeah. But yeah. it is no longer a rhetorical question, I feel. I feel like for years <laughs> and years, how are you is just like a whatever greeting. But now genuinely, whenever people say it, they're always like, hey. How are you? Yeah, so, with that in mind, yeah. Nelson, how are you?
0: Um, I am. I'm good.
1: Yeah. I think this is the. Is that
0: still my response? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think. I reckon this is the first week because uh, we're in a six week, stage four, very strict lockdown here in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And we've just come off several other weeks of being in stage three, which is also quite strict as well as obviously months before that of less strict. But I think this is the first week that it's really starting to get to me, you know? Like I feel right. I feel, I feel like pent up. So if I just ah. start screaming at any point during the podcast, that will be why. Okay,
0: right. How, for reference, how how much have you gone outside? Because you can't go outside to exercise and stuff. Have, yeah. you, have you been doing that frequently? Or? Well, I,
1: I think what it is, is during the other lockdowns, uh, I would frequently take quite long walks during the day. Stacey and I would go out. But at, it's it's in winter here now in Melbourne, and as the weather's been getting progressively worse, that's becoming less of an option. So mm, it's yeah. also like the the going outside part has also <laughs> kind of been taken away a little bit. So that's only every, you know, every few days now that you really go outside for any extended period of time.
0: Have you thought about trying to um like reset how you think about going outside. Okay. For example. Uh just as an idea, you could sit inside mm. and watch uh documentaries on serial killers mm. that specifically serial kill uh those that are just walking the streets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you're like, I'm glad I'm not outside. Yeah, yeah. Death awaits me outside <laughs> in here no yeah i think
1: I think what I need to form is like I think it's called a glorophobia like just fear right. of going out of your house, and if I can somehow form that,
0: I'll be going yeah. you you' living your best life yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think uh yeah try and try and do a lot of drugs. Tra- i imagine actually probably what it is is you have to have a traumatic traumatic event or events mm-hmm. outside Mm-hmm. So next time you do go outside, run right in front of a car.
1: Yeah. Or if, if any of the listeners of the show want to set booby traps around my house, yeah. uh, that would be great because then I'll be too afraid to go outside and I'll just have to adjust. It'll be yeah. a bit like Stockholm Syndrome of my house and yeah. aglorophobia all coming together. And then, then I'll be all right.
0: Yeah. I, I like this plan of actually setting up the booby traps around your house. Yeah. yeah.
1: Are you within 5K of you, you, me?
0: Nah, it's probably a bit longer, <sighs> f- further than that, yeah. I think. Well, but you, I'm, you, I'm willing to risk it for your mental health care. There's work. probably
1: like like an overlap area that we can both go to and you can set up booby traps around there.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're like, okay, I can go like <laughs> like one kilometer yeah, yeah. radius around my house. <laughs> but anything further yeah. is danger zone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I like that idea. Um, anyway, let's get into it, Camber uh, I've got one here that'll really, really pep you up Great Uh, It's by Lord Red Apple uh, And it was in the subreddit News uh, And the title of this is 20-year-old woman found breathing at funeral home after being pronounced dead Ah, oh, my worst nightmare This is my worst nightmare <laughs> This is, the, this is the most terrifying thing hmm. ever. And I was always like, okay, when I was younger, I was like, oh, this is a scary thought. And in fact, I had always thought whenever I had, since the uh, time at which I had conceived this concept that you could be buried alive, I was like, well, I want to be cremated because then I will die within the, the crematorium sort of part and yeah. then it won't matter that... Uh, you know after that like if i'm not dead i'm definitely dead after that (laughs) and i think it happens so fast as well that like i probably if i was alive i wouldn't go through that much pain it'd be like mere seconds mere seconds um but but then like as i grew older i was like ah, you know what this is like i'm i'm thinking about um the black plague times where they had lots of deaths and uh they they found that because they ended up having to dig up some bodies i'm mm. pretty sure just to like make room for more because a lot of people died <laughs> well and uh they found like scratches on the inside yeah. of the coffin lids and so me as i got older i was like oh this is just like this is just like a dated thing. Like nobody we've got well, we've got science now. Well, that that's yeah. the thing. I, I
1: think I, I'm probably half remembering a fact that's slightly incorrect here, but even the idea of awake comes from, you know, uh, time before medicine was advanced enough to fully confirm they would often have a ceremony of death and then yeah. actually put the person out for like a day or so and they would go off and they would eat and they would drink It's just to see if they would wake up because they might not actually be dead and then if yeah. that all went well they didn't wake up sure bury them
0: yeah yeah they're like okay it's definitely you yeah. can't sleep for this long but That's now i had
1: assumed that we just kept wakes around for tradition but now yeah. as it turns out occasionally quite handy
0: I know. I'm going to insist that at my wake. I mean, traditionally now the body is already gone yeah, and yeah. buried by the by the time of the wake. I'm going to insist now that every <laughs> I'm in the room, no coffin. I'm just standing there. If they could, if they could prop me up on some sort of uh, device where I've got my arms overhang some two wooden panels or something, yep. and strapped strapped to a beam. So kind of like a scarecrow. Kinda of like a scarecrow. Tie me up like a scarecrow. In fact, put you out in a field
1: just for a few days.
2: Yeah. Sunshine scare might off some do crows you. while I'm at it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can be useful. Sunshine might do you well. You can scare off some crows. You're being useful. And if you wake up, you're you wake up. That's fantastic. That is just like icing on the cake.
0: Yeah. I'm hung if I'm hungry, I'm already in a field of corn. <laughs> so I,
1: I also believe isn't that is is this is this idea of being buried alive, is that not where the the saying saved by the bell comes from, I believe. Well, Also, the folklore goes is that people would have bells attached to their wrist <clears> and if they woke up, they would ring it and
0: people would know that they're not dead. Yes. And and so the funny thing is I know we've definitely had this conversation. Yeah, we have, it, yeah. As before, um, because my fact to follow that is always, well, I, I remember the phrase dead ringer coming yeah. from that. But dead ringer makes less sense. Saved by the bell, that makes sense because they're literally saving themselves as they ring the bell. Yeah, Dead ringer doesn't make sense because we would say like dead ringer. Oh, you're a dead ringer for somebody else. Like, yeah. A, a, yeah. like you look similar to somebody else. Yeah. How does that make context of somebody ringing it? I, I don't understand that one. And
1: I'm not sure. And I also like knowing that that is where saved by the bell comes from, gives a really morbid overtone to the sitcom of the same name.
0: Mm, which yeah, is just like a yeah, fun right. preppy
1: high school sitcom, but named after the fact that some people were in fact buried mm. alive.
0: <laughs> well, if you think about the rampant depression in young teens, mm. really they were saved by the bell multiple times, that's by, their, what, friendship, by that, their friendship. That's more Ken. of a Degrassi kind of thing to handle,
1: Nelson. Yeah. They <laughs> took the, they took the heavier storylines.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, I just can't believe that like now I, I was honestly so content with the fact that if I was to die, it would be fine because they would know definitively that I'm dead. But this case has just changed my mind. Well, completely. Like how the hell did this happen? As, as the family,
1: you'd be pretty angry at the doctor, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he comes in, he declares them dead. You arrange a funeral. Yeah. The body is transported to the funeral home. And then they discovered that she was, was it, was it, did you say breathing? Or was breathing. It yeah, yeah, yeah. Just breathing. You discover she's breathing and you all look back at the doctor. And he's like, oh,
0: whoops. I didn't mean the definitive term <laughs> of death. <laughs> I mean, she's dead tired.
1: Either is what that, I or he's got a corpse still <laughs> on some kind of life support, and he's like, "Oh,
0: or I've, like, I've oh, um. I really bubbled this up." <laughs> <eye. laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it—it it is sort of okay. Let's say this: if you're in a hospital, I feel like there's lots of machines and such hmm. to tell you that you're dead. But if you were just dead in a you know, uh, like in a house, if you walked in one day in my apartment and I'm just lying dead on the ground, you might get like a medic or something, um, a, a um ambulance, work. What they call paramedics yeah. is what I was saying, uh, and they might declare me dead, but they don't have as many fancy machines. Mm. I think just just as a
1: uh as a fail safe, cremation is a good one, but I think. The the more the 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 more epic way to do this, Nelson, is open casket next to the open casket a sword. And as people come up to do their last rites, just quick stab through the heart.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Each person
1: if I'm stabbed eighty to ninety times, I'm dead. I'm happy with the if I if I somehow survive that and get buried alive, still, Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, I should be dead.
0: I, I, I would, if I could feel this pain, I wish I was dead. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, okay. I mean, let's combine everything get stabbed a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. I like that you say, oh, if I was stabbed 80 to 90 times, can How do you know that many people are going to turn up? Right. <laughs> that's
1: that's that's real wishful thinking, but I'd say three or four. If you're if you're like,
0: hey, this,
1: this like an associate of yours, do you want to go to his mm. funeral? Yeah, maybe not. He does have a policy where you do need to stab him in the heart one yeah. last time. Mm-hmm.
0: I might go. I'm going. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't ever think that I'll stab anyone with a sword in my life. No. But if given the opportunity to stab a corpse, <laughs> you better believe I'm first in line. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, you know what? Tip me into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> That I feel is more definitive mm. and and a quicker death should I be alive. Yeah. Okay. I think that the ultimate definitive way to make
1: sure that you're definitely dead and that you can't be brought back is it and there's gonna be a lot of double redundancies here. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. First of all, be be declared dead at a hospital. That's step one. That's step one. minimum. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. you're sent to the funeral home. Show they make the preparations. Open casket funeral with the sword, mm-hmm. stabby stabby. Yeah. Everyone that comes to do the last rites, yeah. stab in the heart. Take yeah. that body that's been stabbed. Cremate. Where do you where do you put the remains? Mm. In a volcano.
0: In in the volcano. <laughs> Throw it in the volcano. <laughs> I think we've missed the step of being a scarecrow between the time oh, yeah, of sorry.
1: being declared dead <laughs> at the
0: hospital and to being, then getting stabbed. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah.
1: You are right. I do apologize. We missed the crucial scarecrow step.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, all right, Kevin, I think we should uh, move into Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. This Ask Reddit was cross posted to us by The Devil Made Me Do It. Which I think is a sim. I think that's a sim. Um, he said, "For her," uh, and, and he also said, "For reference, humans have two thousand to eight thousand taste buds on their tongue." So keep that in mind, Camber. Okay. But the original post was by Top Karate Baby. You get five million U.S. dollars, but for every two weeks you are alive, uh, a taste bud grows in your butthole. Would you take it? Why? Why not? Okay.
1: Now, okay. on this show,
0: we've complained many a time. Yeah. That the the monetary value. Yeah. Does not weigh. Uh, it, it does not have enough weight. It's like, oh, would you, you know, cut off your finger for a billion dollars? Like, yeah, yeah, I'd yeah, probably yeah, cut off my <laughs> finger for a billion dollars. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but this one, I think, it's pretty close. Yeah. So couple couple thousand on your
1: tongue here's here's my question because I' am led to believe and maybe a uh, a doctor if we have one that listened or maybe one that cross-posted could confirm this but I am led to believe that most of your taste actually comes from your nose and the way that your nose <laughs> interacts so it's the smell and the taste it's kind of all of it activating so I'm wondering whether
0: a few on your butthole would actually be very 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 mild here's what you can do here's what you can do canber Next time you pff, take a dump, I guess, <laughs> get a teaspoon out from the toilet, mm. hold your nose,
2: mm.
0: and then eat the teaspoon. Then you'll know what it really tastes like to eat shit. So, With 2,000 to 8,000. So and if you're like, oh, well, that wasn't terrible. Every two
1: weeks you get one taste bud. Is that right? Yeah. So... I suppose at at what point does like does a single taste bud do anything? You know what I mean? Or is there yeah. like a threshold of like you need six to seven hundred taste buds before you really start developing a taste for anything? And how much time does that buy you? And how much medical research could five million dollars do <laughs> into getting well, taste buds removed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like if you were to like cauterize your butthole in some way to burn off taste buds,
0: <laughs> yeah, could yeah, you, okay. could
1: you kind of undo this and still keep some of the money?
0: Or, you know, like people that have had some sort of uh, intestine problems and they have to have one of those like bags that hang out of their stomach or something, which is a bit more extreme. But all I'm saying is you can bypass it. Like yeah, we yeah. have the technology. <laughs> <to move. laughs> um, and sure, it might be expensive, but is it five million dollars expensive?
1: Mm.
0: Probably not. Probably not.
1: Yeah. So, so you could still be four point eight million dollars up.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And I think okay. So, so you you're getting twenty six taste buds a year, mm. and people have an average of two thousand to eight thousand. That seems like a a wild difference. Between the two, hmm. um, see, I'm really tempted to say that I don't reckon. I reckon it would be fine, and until maybe you're really old. Yeah. See, th- this is what I'm not only
1: be able to taste. This is what I'm wondering about. So 26 a year, right? Uh, like 26 a year, and say we've we've got I don't know 50 years left on this earth, right? So twenty six times fifty is one thousand three hundred. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's 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 on the below the lower end of taste buds on the tongue. Mm-hmm. But how much do you still taste with one thousand three hundred? Because the, and the the thing is, the five million, it won't last until we're eighty. Like yeah. re- realistically, that won't last until we're eighty. The way that that the world goes now and the way that inflation works now, you know, it'll probably run out probably in your sixties or something. So then you're (laughs) getting the taste in your
0: eighties, but you don't have any of the money anymore. (laughs) Kevin, I think first of all, you should take a look at your finances. Okay. Cause uh, you need to make that money last. Well, I'm saying like, like
1: let's, let's say I get the 5 million. First thing I'd probably do is buy a house here in Melbourne, as we've discussed, that's most of the five million gone for some reason. No, that's it's like the, a million, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that that's like a million. The, the, you could certainly live, but what I'm saying is, like, it's not like you're going to have no troubles for mm-hmm. the rest of your life until you're 80. I think with five million, yeah, it is just like a very, very, very comfortable safety net. But you're still probably going to have to work to some extent, like
0: that. If you if you I, live off the five million, if, if you are it smart enough, can hmm. be. Put all those shares into Apple. I've heard they're on the up and up. Or some kind of anti-taste bud <laughs> yeah, research. Because that, that then be
1: you could be making money from them with your investment and they would also benefit you in other ways.
0: Mm. Okay, Camper, I know you're not a doctor per se, but if you could pretend, if you could put the stethic- stethoscope on for sure. just a moment. Not a problem. <clears throat> we,
1: we've always wondered why we brought these stethoscopes for the show, but now...
0: Now it makes sense. No, we know it. it's for doctor role playing. <laughs> uh, okay, tell me if this would work. <laughs> I stick a tube up my butt, mm-hmm. a plastic tube up my butt. Yep. So when I poo, mm. it bypasses the hole. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's like a, it's
1: like a plastic funnel insert into your sphincter. Yeah. Maybe something expandable. So, it, so what you're saying is uh, the poop yeah, yeah.
0: So you could still cut it off
1: you need you still need the sphincter but, to but do what the what you're saying is that the the poop at no point would actually touch the butthole
0: yeah oh, yeah and I and reckon then, you could do that for relatively cheap and then you could just put some you know like like chapstick around the butthole just in case yeah yeah. yeah. You know? some yeah. nice like ch- strawberry flavored chapstick <laughs> if, some, if
1: someone said that occasionally you will have to chop chapstick your butthole but you, you essentially and you're now getting the five million you've bypassed the taste buds yeah. I'd do it
0: yeah I'd do that that's easy, easy money um <laughs> what if what I'm concerned is if it if it impacted the taste in my mouth like if mm. I'm eating food could I also like if I'm putting strawberry chapstick on my butthole, am I going to be tasting sort of in my mouth at the same time? Is I'm eating yeah. food like a little bit of a strawberry hint?
1: It's a, it's a good question because I I don't think that two separate things of taste buds on different ends of bodies have ever existed yeah. <laughs> to, to yeah. know whether or not it's a thing.
0: Yeah, if they actually You, you would
1: think not because they're not connected, but... Again, we don't know enough about the. It's a weird
0: concept to think about. Uh, now, about.
1: Nelson, I know I have this stethoscope on, so you think I know more about the body than I actually do. Yeah. But, but yeah. I'm, I'm actually not sure what the, uh,
0: wh- how any of it works. I mean, I suppose you would taste it from your butt, like, because the only thing I can compare it with, right, is like, is just other senses. Mm. So we have two eyes, but if you close one eye, you, you know, you're seeing it, what? Or the ears, you close you put a hand over one ear, you're yeah. hearing out Yeah, the I, I'm guessing it must just be that you the taste is in your butt. You know what would, to uh, perceive, but I think You know would what would be, be a weird, weird sensation
1: is when you eat something, like you kind of feel the flavor, and even if it's not true, because it's all kind of happening in your brain, you kind of feel it in your mouth. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. like at least I kind of perceive the flavor to be kind of like in my head, right? Yeah. Like and would that be then, would you get that sensation in your butt or would your brain, cause it's all, it's all electrical signals in your brain. Yeah, will that yeah. taste
0: still appear in my mouth? Hmm. Hmm. There's only one way to find out, can there? To take the 5 million. We, we're going to have to implant. Well, I don't have $5 million, but for science, I'm going to have to implant taste buds into your butt. <laughs> So, um, besides though, I'm sure you understand you are a doctor, obviously. (laughs) I certainly look like one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Here's another one. This is by Sarcastic Pre-Med. Ah, another fellow doctor like myself. (laughs) Another doctor. (laughs) Uh, what movie's ending leaves you wanting a sequel, but at the same time you're afraid of a sequel because it would ruin the movie's ending and legacy?
1: That's a good question. Because I feel that the older I get, the less I like the idea of any sequels. Like, I, I've, oh. I'm i becoming quite... Except for maybe something serialized like, like Marvel. But It's getting to a point now where if something's really good, I'm like, good, leave it, leave it Mm -hmm. now. Um, Yeah. And I love it when I'm proven wrong. For instance, I really, really enjoy the movie Sicario, right? It's just a tense thriller movie about drug running on the border between Mexico and the United States. Great little action film. Yeah. Um, And they announced the sequel to it and immediately I was like, oh, this is a bad idea. Yeah. pleasantly surprised that the sequel was good, but dreaded it the whole time before it came out. Right. So I okay. feel like I have that feeling anytime anyone's like, let's do another one. Because movies are movies are, are so... So many of them are flukes. Yeah. The, the, the idea that you got everyone to come together, had enough time, did it all right, it all went well on set, it all went well in editing... And then it just happened to be received at the right time in whatever like social zeitgeist happened to be going on at the time, is already like a miracle enough. Then to yeah. then to like tempt the fates to go Phew, do that again, yeah, <laughs> always yeah. to me seems yeah. crazy. Like like there's a sequel coming out right now to Bill and Ted, right? Yeah, and. I'd never seen those movies up until very recently. I just recently watched both Bill and Ted movies and I yeah. enjoyed them, but they're very much like 80s and early 90s movies. Yeah. yeah, And I'm like, these either need to be completely different movies to fit mm. in with today, or it's going to be a really bad idea to have brought this back.
0: But how about stuff like, um, you know, uh, the like Star-Lord in uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's like very 80s vibe, or even um, the TV show with the kids and the... Oh, Stranger d- Things. Well, Stranger I-, Th- I
1: would say like Stranger Things is set in the 80s, but everything about it is like slick modern production.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's just dressed up like it's is, from yeah. the 80s.
1: But yeah. like, like the fact that Bill and Ted are kind of like, these Stoner, California, some, some of it's a bit homophobic, you know, like there's, there's so many things about it that are very, very 80s and that are fine in the 80s that they really need to like update it to make it work. Mm. And again, I think that the fact that that was successful was this weird lightning in a bottle that just happened to be like Back to the Future was probably big in the mid 80s. So everyone was big on like time travel, the 80s aesthetic, uh, the rock music, stuff like that, like a, a lot of it. But now that's been 40 years. Yeah. Any of
0: that, they need something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, that that's a good point. I think. Uh, yeah. The, the chances of me being so great is uh, is unlikely to repeat itself. I was actually really happy that uh, the other day I was watching. Uh, I can't even remember the uh, title of it. It was a Netflix film with um, Chris. Uh, Hemsworth. Oh, extraction. Extraction. Yeah. yeah, that's getting a sequel. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, you've just totally ruined the point I was going to make <laughs> about three quarters of the way through the film. I'm like, oh god, I hope he dies because I don't like, I don't want there to be a sequel to this. Film. <laughs> like, it wasn't even that great. Mm. It wasn't an amazing film, but I was like. I just don't want there to be another one yeah. for this. And and then he died at the end. So I was like, oh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> uh, then he died at the end. I was like, oh, thank God. At least that's done and dusted. It was just one crazy movie. It'd be totally fine. Uh, but no, apparently doing a sequel. say I mean, what Like him? Does like, he come back?
1: Uh I don't I don't know that much about it, honestly, other than like when it when it came out on Netflix. There's a trend that every time Netflix has like a big original movie and they release it, they also release a statement being like, it's the biggest film ever on Netflix every single time without fail. So, yeah. first of all, I don't believe any time they say it. But because yeah. it was such a big hit for Netflix, they were like, well, do that again, obviously. Because yeah. we need people to keep subscribing. Otherwise, this model is flawed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
0: right. Which is
1: also why apparently, Netflix shows on Netflix will last an average of about three seasons. Because that's what they've dictated roughly. If you're not in it by season three, you're probably not going to be into the show. And at that point, you're not going to sign up for the show. So there's no yeah. point really producing it beyond that because you're not going to get any signups for it.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah so right. if
1: you look at the history of Netflix show, there's some exceptions, but very rarely. Two to three seasons and then they'll chop it, done. They don't need any more because you're not going to sign up anymore. Yeah. Like the, you're not going to get anyone new coming in for that show
0: yeah yeah it's an interesting concept isn't it but especially funny when you've got something like the office right which obviously wasn't netflix production Hmm. and um but it has had such a big impact of like like their number one watched show and it's now going to you know i mean in australia it's already moved but i think in america it's only recently or at the end of the year going to another streaming service and it's like You're gonna, you will legitimately lose people because they love that like TV show so much. So it's like it's that funny thing, isn't it, where it's like as a producer or or, uh, you know somebody who's just looking at the profits of Netflix. Statistically, yes, three seasons should be max, but. Once in a blue moon, if you actually have this TV show that does so friggin' well that it brings you way more people, it's worth like putting in the effort. But they'll never get to that point because they won't want to invest the money in that one in a million chance. The one I'm interested
1: in is Stranger Things because it's like they're darling. Like you think of Netflix, you probably think of Stranger Things and it's had three mm. seasons. I yeah. want to know because that is their biggest hit by far, how long they're willing to let that go before they're like, it's not, there's no point anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think
1: that'll be the high watermark for any Netflix show ever to be like, you just got to get a, at least a Stranger Things level of episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, getting back to the question, actually, quickly, the, the one movie that stood out to me was like, I, I would love the idea of the sequel, but I definitely don't want it to exist, I think, is uh, Inception. I think that's like such an interesting film. It's so well done. It it's like uh story is amazing, and, it, and at the end, it still is almost like leaves you hanging a yeah. little bit. Yeah, it so has it has like an
1: unresolved ending of sorts.
0: Yeah, like of sorts. I would say emotionally it's
1: everything's resolved, the character arcs are complete, but there is a thread that is hanging open in that movie.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you're like, they probably technically could come out with a sequel, but mm. I just don't think it would be good. And I, I would definitely, I want to see like another. I would almost prefer actually if they, if they went to a TV series. And they did some sort of like long TV series where I can be like, I'm happy that the movie in itself is fine. Yeah. But also like, I like the idea of exploring this world and like, what other crazy things can you come up with? Yeah. You you know what I think though? Like, I agree with you that the world is really interesting
1: and a TV show could flesh it out. But I think similar to like the matrix or even I'm going to say star Wars, the more that they do that, the more you're going to start realizing that only a couple of things really work in that world as yeah. a story like yeah, yeah. like i think star wars is a good example it's got this huge mythos but anything beyond like a ragtag team of rebels taking on a, a larger <laughs> entity really yeah. just doesn't seem to work in that world yeah, you know what i mean yeah. like there's there's only a couple of things you can really do in star wars and the matrix is the same like imagine at the end of the matrix they do kind of tease well neo's flying now for some reason and he's helping others escape the matrix that's like kind of the end of the first matrix film if they had left it there i think that would have been an interesting open ending without any of the whatever philosophical conversations in a train station or whatever happened in those other movies
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you've summed that up well yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah well that's that's true it's it's um You definitely could have left at the end of Matrix. I'm like sort of glad, even though Matrix 2 and 3 weren't as good, I'm still glad as somebody who really enjoyed that world, like got to hear that other, you know, like lore and theory about what could be in this world. Like I enjoyed that they explored all these different uh, facets. But I think that Uh, the thing
1: that those sequels proved is that in the end of the day, there's only a handful of things in the Matrix that really made it click is the matrix and if they strayed too far from it you started going eh, i don't know. i don't like this go back to the highway fight or whatever which is very
0: similar to the first one yeah yeah that's right just some more action make neo shoot somebody yeah say more- say some
1: entry-level philosophy
0: <laughs> yeah get a big gun and fight someone yeah. is that bullets you're shooting <laughs> now? <laughs> Being in the sequel instead of the uh, the whole train conversation. <laughs> uh, all right, Gambo that's uh, if Oscar. Right, let's get into today. I advise. So now it's time for today. I learned. Really to the yeah. also sometimes advice today I And this, today I learned, is by Literally Twelve. So fuss. Uh Today I learned Jim Carrey was the first actor to have three films go straight to number one in the same year. The year was 1994, and the films were The Mask, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and Dumb and Dumber. That's a big year,
1: but I do you think that was also the year that everyone's like... He can do so much, but then he just kept doing that same thing <laughs> for yeah. every like you know that really like wide
0: slapstick elastic face kind of thing. It's it's like I, I remember specifically when uh, the Truman Show was meant to be coming out, and people were like, "You've you got Jim Carrey to do this? <laughs> Have you seen all the other
1: work that he does? <laughs> he was talking in his." from his butt in that Ace Ventura movie. Yeah, yeah,
2: that's right.
1: Which is weird Um, to think like, I think now people accept the fact that Jim Carrey will occasionally do a serious role and he is quite good. But mm -hmm. Truman Show was 97, Ace Ventura was 94. That's not that long for the public to have changed their minds about Jim Carrey from talking out his butt and, and like all the catchphrases in The Mask to that. And
0: and in fact, when nature calls, right, would have been probably like ninety-five, ninety-six? Yeah, it must yeah. have been a or two years afterwards. So then to go into the treatment chair, is like he, he's still doing those crazy stupid yeah. roles. Um but uh yeah, I, I I think it's like amazing that um like I, I don't you wish that you had that sort of career as Jim Carrey, I reckon. Like the idea that you can be typecast and and at that moment in time, kind of like you, what you were saying about movies previously, is like th- everything was just going on. Like a few things clicked together yeah. to make him and that genre so well received by the public that like he was just the number one star that year and probably for a few years either side. And, uh, but then he was able to be like, okay, like, let's go on to other stuff. Like, I feel like that's just so. Well, I I actually, uh,
1: I actually recently read Jim Carrey's autobiography and he does, he does talk. It's not good by the way, don't read it, but he does talk about this a little bit. Like the idea that he had this phenomenal run. Cause even after that year, you look at like when nature calls, you know, the sequel to Ace Ventura, but also like he was in Batman as well. He was the Riddler between that. Like he had this like for about seven to eight years, nonstop, the biggest film of the year was a Jim Carrey movie. And the idea that it just, if you live like that long enough, you just become completely deluded. Like, like, like you're just like, I guess I'm unstoppable. Yeah. And And then when it does stop, it hits you like a ton of bricks.
0: Yeah. Then he did Mr. Poppers Penguins.
1: Yeah, he talks. <laughs> he talks. It, the, it there's a thinly veiled thing in that movie about uh, him wanting to do really interesting, weird movies, and Disney wanting him to, to do a movie involving animals. And he never names Mr. Poppers Penguins, but I think anyone <laughs> I familiar enough with Jim Carrey can pretty easily piece together that he's talking about Mr. Poppers Penguins.
0: Yeah, yeah. And how
1: much he didn't want to make it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, remember those other movies you were really good with animals? We want you to do that again. Here's <laughs> I I don't know whether we've
1: talked about this in the show or I've talked about this with you just in general, but I know that of those, Ace Ventura was kind of at least the first in production. And he was like an unknown and had a really small budget. And I think to read the script of Ace Ventura is one thing. And then to watch the performance that Jim Carrey hands in as Ace Ventura, like yeah. you could seemingly read it pretty straightforward, right? <laughs> yeah, He's just yeah. this kind of, uh, this 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 guy that is like good with animals. He's like, someone says, well, you've got to do this. And Ace Ventura says, all righty then.
0: Yeah, and then
1: as an executive with an unknown Jim Carrey that you've given like $250,000 to to make this film and you watch the first cut and he's wearing the Hawaiian shirt, he's got the hair and he's going, ho, 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 righty then. You'd you'd just be going, what's he done?
0: (laughs) What is We have made a big
1: mistake. (laughs) Like there's no way that the first cut of that to people that didn't know Jim Carrey was, they were like, this is great. No way!
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, just imagine all the other brilliant actors can not be there. We won't see because they <laughs> cancel the production. Yeah, I, I've been in a few movies and
1: TV shows. But like, I, I feel like you always hear about that kind of story, like Jim Carrey. Or uh, I famously, when the first Pirates of the Caribbean were getting filmed and they saw some clips of Johnny Depp, they were like, oh, he's going to ruin this movie. What the hell is he doing? But now that's become like the most iconic part, this weird drunken Keith Richards impression that he was doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What I think is funny is uh, the opposite is true for Keanu Reeves. They were like, this guy can't act at all, yeah. but let's let's put him in the movies and yeah. see what happens. You know what I thought was <laughs> kind of funny? Like,
1: could, Because I was watching the Bill and Ted movies for the first time recently, and yeah. they're such like heightened California surfer dude stoner kind of stereotypes. And it's funny because you would watch that and think, oh, Keanu Reeves is putting on a voice. Yeah. Like the way he's like, whoa, Bill, you know, like that. But then- Cut to you know, 2014 with John Wick, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah I'm thinking I might be back." It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's weird that that is just your voice, because yeah. you would assume watching Bill and Ted that it's fake, and it's not.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, Jim Carrey, great guy, great guy. Bad book. Bad book. Don't read the book. No, he's no author. Uh, here's another one. This is by Derpington1231. Today I learned that British comedian Tony Hawks became so frustrated with being mistaken for pro skateboarder Tony Hawk he <laughs> he's published a book called Tony Hawks, The A to Z of Skateboarding that contains nothing about skateboarding. <laughs> That's
1: great. I quite, I quite enjoy Tony Hawks. So Tony Hawks is, um, for those who don't know, I would suggest... Looking up, there's a, a really fun British radio program that we've podnapped in the past, I believe. It's called The Unbelievable Truth, uh, hosted by David Mitchell, uh, where people have to give essays on a subject and they need to sneak five lies into the essay at some point. People need to, to recognize right. them. And Tony Hawk's yep. is one of the uh, the team captains on that. But I do believe he once gave a lecture. One of his essays was on Tony Hawk. All
0: right. right. Yeah. Yeah. It's... it's uh... It's just, like, such a great concept, I think. I mean, it's good that he was already uh, famous, I guess. But, like, if I knew there was another Nelson Allingham, I would absolutely exploit that other Nelson Allingham. Yeah, Tony
1: Hawks should put out Tony Hawks Pro Skater, the video game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) And just kind of, like... Take the, the bare bones of whatever the, uh, you know, the, the, the programming of the original Tony Hawk movie was, uh, the game was, sorry, and then just reskin it with Tony Hawks instead yeah. of Tony Hawk.
0: Add an S. Yeah. <laughs> it's all you need to do. Uh, yeah, because I think it's so funny because like, surely there's going to be multiple Michael Campbells out there in the world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I is going to be famous, Campbell? Exploit that, Michael Campbell. Yeah, I think there's a
1: Michael Campbell that's a golfer, maybe. Okay. Uh, okay, not the most exciting, but I will exploit it.
0: But people would buy a book called Michael Campbell's Guide, Guide to, to Golf. Golf.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you need
1: to invest in this
0: idea. Mm. Okay, just like
1: yeah. like there's Michael Jordan, the basketball player, and there's also Michael B. Jordan, the actor. Yeah, and I would say that Michael B. Jordan should definitely write a book about basketball. <laughs> Do
0: you reckon he's really annoyed that he has to use the B? <laughs> there is no way that, that and, decision, and, you like,
1: know he made that decision. You know what I reckon it is as well is like I know like a lot of actors' guilds and stuff. There's uh, actors have changed their names because their names have technically been taken, and you mm. know that Michael Jordan had that name because of Space Jam.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
1: Michael yeah. Yeah. B. Jordan had to add the B into his name because of space chair.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, camera, I think we should move on to Shower Thoughts. Thought, 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 shower Thoughts, 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 thoughts thought, Shower Ooh, Thoughts, Thoughts, Shower Thoughts, 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 Shower Thoughts, Thoughts, Thoughts. This Shower Thought is by Skystrider99. If you think you look ugly in glassless, it may just be because you can see your face better with them. <laughs> <laughs> slap um,
1: in the face. It really is. Yeah, yeah. To yeah. Ugly people with poor eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Imagine thinking, oh, my eyes aren't much, but at least I'm a I'm a bloody picture to look at. <laughs> and then you finally get the glasses and you put them on, and you're like, oh no. The one yep. thing I had. My vanity. Yep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I guess <laughs> you would find out if you had context, right? If you went around the and you're like, test. oh, I'm ugly because of these glasses. And then somebody said, try context. You couldn't deny it then.
1: Yeah. I think no one looks ugly in glasses. There's just ugly glasses.
0: Um, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, just, in fact, I think most of the time I prefer the look of somebody that wears glasses. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, it's probably just because my brain associates it with, like, smart people or something like that. Or there's, like, you know, a, a, yeah, certain trope around. Yeah, but I also think, like, if you've got a big pair of, like,
1: grandma-style glasses, then, yeah, they might not look great. But, you know, if you've got, like, a nice
0: trendy pair of, I don't know, thin wire-framed glasses, they're probably going to look fantastic. Do you think maybe that is an indication of somebody's uh, sexual preference, perhaps? The, the glasses that they wear to get grandma-style glasses. Well, maybe that—that's just their so, what they prefer.
1: So you're saying, yeah, okay. So so you wear the glasses of the, which you are sexually attracted to. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. I buy it, and I'm a doctor. Yeah, you are. Uh, it's like those ones with, you know, the the flared kind of wings mm-hmm. that kind of come up at the top, really over the top. Yep. Those people are into birds.
1: <laughs> I do feel that, like, disproportionately those people probably are into
0: birds. I <laughs> you know. It, I said it as a joke, but honestly it yeah, could yeah, be yeah, true. Yeah. They're
1: <laughs> more likely to own a parrot or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and wear a lot of, like, thin silky scarves. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, didn't um, uh, John, uh, what's his name? Uh, Oliver?
1: I'm just trying John. to think of a John with glasses.
0: No, I can't I can't think of his name. Never mind. Point cancelled. Uh, point cancelled. Point cance- edit that bit out. Don't need that bit. It's irrelevant. Here's another one. This is by Competitive Juice 387. <laughs> The day we can control a computer with our thoughts is the same day we lose the last of our privacy.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's interesting to think that you still really have privacy. Like, like you can get privacy, but the default is not to have privacy. Mm. You get a computer, you set up the internet, you take several other steps to then ensure your privacy. The baseline Mm. isn't any kind of privacy anyway.
0: Yeah, yeah. You you need to go off the grid, as they say, yeah. if you want privacy. What like I think society hasn't had privacy for like a very long time. Yeah. We've had perceived privacy. And uh and I think that's why it's funny when uh you know there's that big thing about TikTok and uh how much data they farm and then somebody put together this like chart of all the things that all the other apps like Google and Apple and other stuff, like the, the stuff that they take from you, and it's far more than TikTok. Yeah. And really that issue about TikTok isn't that they take your data, it's that it's owned by a Chinese yeah, company. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it, it's like it, there, there's a battle going on at the moment between Google and like YouTube and the the political party in this country because they want this like unprecedented access to Google's data. Mm. but it's because it's also going to go to the Murdoch press
0: yeah, yeah, to
1: which Google are like, no, that's our data. You can't have it. And the government's like, you, you will legally need to hand it over to us <laughs> to which yeah. I'm like, no, they don't like, They've they've captured it, sure, and you can feel whatever way you want to feel about it. But at no point do I want them then to give that data to other people.
0: Yeah, isn't that isn't that funny that we inherently trust a multi billion dollar company more than we do our own government?
1: Especially because our government is so in bed with the Murdoch press.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 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 just lots of people that we don't want them to be in bed with probably in general. (laughs) Uh, But uh, yeah, it's just, it's a funny thought. I think um, uh, the the other reason I brought this up actually is because uh, earlier this week I watched a uh, live demonstration for Neuralink, which is Elon Musk's uh, uh, business endeavor, which is, about putting a basically i'm going to simplify it a lot but putting a chip into your head that reads uh your brain waves the neurons and Mm. such that let off pulses um and it uh the the idea is is meant to give and receive information so the idea is that it can help with uh illnesses and diseases um, things like curing blindness or deafness uh, because if you're able to like implant it straight into the brain kind of thing you can you can manipulate from there and uh, it really is interesting like, like totally fascinating and they do talk about like the wild applications that could eventually you know come out in one day And and the way that they are constructing it isn't just to oh let's see if we can you know like do this for one person their their idea is part of what they're doing is creating a machine that can perform this procedure essentially brain surgery without the aid of a doctor so that or or, or rather without the doctor doing it themselves so that they can go through hundreds and thousands or millions of surgeries um because obviously that makes it more uh accessible Uh, scalable yeah because you couldn't just train every doctor to do this like procedure especially because it's so delicate and things like that um but it is really interesting and and they've done it in uh pigs already they had this demonstration of pigs that uh they had they were showing like one of the pigs that actually had this implant in their head uh, and it was like showing how i was reading this uh information um but you know they were were talking about the idea of uh the concept of um telepathy if you and somebody else had uh, one of these devices, they could essentially talk to each other without you actually speaking. It's all theory, really. For yeah. There are some stuff that they're like, oh, no, we we know factually we can do this. Um, but that sort of stuff is a little bit more theoretical. Um, and it's just, it, it, it does seem funny, right? Because at the moment, privacy is about what we output. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we... If people could get my thoughts down mm. on paper, mm. I would be in jail, Camper. Yeah. <laughs> I could be prosecuted for those thoughts. <laughs> yeah, but especially
1: because sometimes you just have fleeting thoughts, catch yourself and go, Oh my god, why did I think that? That's terrible. Yeah. But that doesn't matter at that point. If you've thought it at <laughs> <Yeah>. all. <laughs>
0: Uh, it reminds me of a
1: uh... like for for just quickly for instance, as an example, if anyone doesn't know what I'm thinking about or talking about, I'm sure every guy's had the situation, look at the girl, go, she's hot. Oh, actually not nah, a bit young. But
0: <laughs> yeah. that doesn't matter oh, that you please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching the uh, Cobra Kai, the spin-off of Karate Kid, which by the way is amazing. And the main girl, incredibly attractive, very young. Yeah. Very young. Okay. But, uh, it's, uh, I can't say that I didn't think about it. Yeah. All yeah. Right? And, but, but now, cause
1: you'd, you'd never act on anything like that. There's, I'd never act on yeah, it. Yeah. It's a human impulse. But if you can track people's thoughts as data, that will just have in cold data, Nelson attraction, young girl, <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Um, it's not about what you thought afterwards. No, <laughs> it doesn't matter. You you have potentially the idea that you might do that one day under yeah. the red the yeah. and then you so. start
1: getting served ads that you don't want to get served. <laughs>
0: oh, God. Yeah, cool castration. What the? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Here, but anyway, I was going to say that neuralink thing. Very interesting and really legitimately seems. Uh, like it's it's going to happen within our lifetime, something like that. I, depending on how uh, you know how many people in the world have it by the time we are dead or not is is uh, undetermined. But like they're scaling up really hard, and and the like the way they talk about it is it does exist. Like this is not theoretical anymore. Like they are reading brain waves; they are able to like you know action things from that like and they're working with the fda who've already approved like certain aspects of it and um yeah it's really super crazy super interesting that we could be mentally linked with computers i love i love the fact that that elon musk is the
1: one that is trying to access people's brainwaves, and people (laughs) still think bill gates is the one that is trying to control everyone
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elon Musk is not even trying to hide it, he's trying to broadcast the fact that this is what he's
1: doing. He's doing my demonstrations being like, We're reading this pig's mind, isn't it crazy?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so so really uh interesting. Um, and I know even, um, because obviously, Elon Musk, you hear about that one a lot, but but I know that uh, Gabe Newell, who is actually the the um. Uh, billionaire who owns Steam, which is like the gaming sort of platform. Um, he said recently on a talk show that the the idea of like the matrix and being uploaded is very, he said it's, it's really close, much mm. closer than anybody thinks. Um, and uh, it, which I think is interesting because I, I don't think he was necessarily referring to Neuralink, but just that just that he knows that people are working on this technology. So I think that's really interesting to show that, okay, it's not even just one company. It's not even just Elon Musk's company. There's probably lots of people working on this. How do you connect brains to computers? It's going to be crazy, crazy. Just just like a little
1: philosophical 101. But if you could be uploaded and you know it's a synthetic world, but it also means you're like at your physical peak and you, you, you have like just this absolutely wonderful life. Would you do it? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I probably would as
0: well. <laughs>
1: what is life if not
0: just a? I reckon.
1: Uh, I reckon I'd live out the prime of my life in the real world, and then when it starts declining, plug me in.
0: Plug me in, mate. That's all I want. And it would be so good to to be like plugged into where we are like. I don't have to eat. I don't have to sleep. Yeah, it's just I'm just, I can just do things that I enjoy. Like if we didn't have to eat, and if we didn't have to sleep then money is no object, right? Yeah. Because it's like you, you would just look for forms of entertainment, basically, is all you had to do. And like, the, lo- load me up. Load me up, Kemper. I'm ready. Put Stab my body with swords. Throw me into a <laughs> computer. <laughs> upload me to a computer. <laughs> Not in that order. Do
1: the reverse order. Yeah. <laughs> do make sure you upload me first. I cannot stress that enough.
0: Yeah. <laughs> They upload me as I'm like melting <laughs> in the volcano. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, we... yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, let's move on now to uh, the Ask Me Anything. Uh, where listeners of the show, just like you, listener, can write in and ask us anything you want. We we going pod napping again. Um, next week definitely I'll do I'll do my yep. podnapping. Yep. Yeah. Um, we maybe we'll do like fortnightly or something. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah every every two weeks, then that way we can we can kind of catch up on
1: the emails. But every time we say that, more people email us. It's <laughs> like a, it's like the snake that eats its own tail. Yeah. Uh, we want hear from Sal, was it Sol or Sal? I forget. Saul. Saul. Uh, hi,
2: Saul.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah, we did say that. Hi guys, it's Saul again. Just wanted to let you know that I tried meth and I loved it. Thank you so much for helping me take the next step to my full <laughs> Florida man transformation. Uh, my name is actually I'm not suggesting
0: myth, but it does make sense.
1: It does make a lot of sense. Uh, my name is actually common in a Mexicano. I used to live in Mexico. Actually, one of my best friends' name is Saul. Uh I would say that if he is famous in any way, you should try and profit off having the same name as we've discussed.
0: Profit off that dude. Uh,
1: unfortunately, I've not been able to do anything that will get me in the news. Has as a Florida man. But one time a lady crashed the, her car into the side of one of the apartments next door to mine. Also found some Florida Man News headlines you might enjoy. Uh, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you have those links? Yeah, I
0: actually do. I, I Sorry, I went back in and got them because they were screenshots. Uh, oh, right. Uh, Happy how to progress. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, there's one. The Florida man steals thirty-three thousand dollars worth of rare coins, cashes them in Coinstar machine for twenty-nine dollars <laughs> and thirty cents. <laughs> I think that's a service to the public. That means you're getting ripped. I think from these machines. Yeah, that's what I think
1: whoever empties that machine wins.
0: Wins exactly. Here's another one: uh, a Florida man who allegedly threatened family with Coldplay lyrics. And standoff after SWAT promises him pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a random event. There's so many
1: aspects that bring up questions that allegedly that, that,
0: threatened family with cold play lyrics. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, like, how did that escalate to a SWAT team? And then how did the SWAT team then negotiate him down to just a pizza? These <laughs> are all questions I have.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but it was just those things. Okay. Uh,
1: and then it, there's an AMA. What is the stupidest thing you've ever done? Example, start this podcast. Just kidding. Keep up the great worker. Um, what is the stupidest thing
0: I've ever Here's done? Here's the thing. I
1: feel like we say and do stupid things every week on this podcast that I'm becoming so numb to my own dumb actions, which I think is dangerous, to be fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that is true and here's Uh, the thing like and this
1: might sound really self-aggrandizing and maybe even a little bit arrogant but people seem to like our buffoonery so we're getting nothing but reward for our stupidity (laughs) which i don't think is maybe healthy but now whenever i do something stupid i'm like geez what a little scamp what a little charmer i am (laughs)
0: yeah that's that um Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably true. This is a, this is a bad influence on us. This podcast. <laughs> Some people would think it's a bad influence on others, but it's actually a bad influence yeah, yeah. on us. We
1: don't think of others. Uh, we think of ourselves.
0: Exactly. Um, oh God, what is the stupidest thing I've ever done? I mean, I've, I feel like I've just done so many stupid things in my life. Yeah.
1: I don't think there's one big, like there's no Moby Dick of stupid, you know, I think mm-hmm. that, that I've done. There's no one thing that I can look at being like, that is where it all went wrong because of that stupid thing. Yeah. There's just a very consistent amount of small stupid things that I do every day.
0: The other day I forgot to change some dates on a document that I submitted to my boss. That was stupid.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But again, small, stupid, every day. That's our style.
0: That's, That's how we like to do it. Actually, one thing that I think I've spoken about before, which, which does seem like really stupid, is uh, when I when I fractured my arm, I was on a BMX track, and at the top of the hill, I decided to turn because yeah. I didn't really understand momentum. That's probably one of the biggest stupid things I've done in my life, because there is no like there was no logic behind that thought process. Oh. I think that <laughs>
1: no. Now, so what am I talking about? I once subscribed to Loot Crate. That's probably the (laughs) the stupidest thing I've ever done. (laughs) Um,
0: Okay, here's another one. It's from Ben. He says, Indiana Jones is a girl's name. Possibly a porn star. Discuss. Then he wrote in another email, he said, my new question, and he said, I think that its subject was ignore the last question. (laughs) My (laughs) new question is, the biggest problem in the world is overpopulation slash modern lifestyle. Could the slash save us? Discuss.
1: Hmm. Just on the first point, it's not a girl's name, it's a dog's
0: name. Indiana Jones. Dogs don't have last names. Have you not
1: seen the third film? No. keeps calling him Junior. And he's like, why his name's Indiana and Sean Connor goes, "He's not Indiana. We called the dog Indiana." So, I still don't get that. So Indiana he, Jones just he, he liked not that Indiana Jones. No, his name is think? His name is Henry Jones Jr. Henry jo- His name the is
0: Henry. are a lie? Is that ne- what you're telling
1: me? Indiana Jones's name is Henry Jones Jr., but he calls himself Indiana, but it turns out that Indiana was actually the name of his dog.
0: Oh, my God. This is just blur my mind. <laughs> this is insane. I can't believe that. Question, was the dog a boy or a girl? We don't know. We don't know. Could have been female. It does sound like a porn star name. Yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Indiana in general. Yeah. Sounds like an attractive porn
1: star. <laughs> and if you're a porn star, make use of the popular name. Exactly. Use yeah. the Tony Hawks method
0: you send your looks method go in pretend you are indiana jones's guide to temples but really it's just you stripping yeah like <laughs> it's what? a picture book if you stripping i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um uh, so anyway let's let's go to this next question the biggest problem in the world is overpopulation slash modern lifestyle could the slash save us discuss Here's the thing. I was listening to um, uh, Slash the other day. He did an acoustic version of Sweet Child of Mine. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, beautiful. It's actually beautiful. And I think based on that alone, he definitely could. The Slash couldn't
1: even save Guns N' Roses. I don't (laughs) think he is in a position to save all of
0: us. Is that only because he was focusing on the bigger world problems of overpopulation? Oh, I've never like considered. That. Maybe he was the hero that we, we really like everyone's like, Oh
1: my God, I can't believe you left guns and roses. But he was like, "Guys, i I'm leaving for the bigger cause.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 At the moment, there's too many of us. Dude. I'm going to help out. <laughs> it's not like he's going to go on a murderous rampage, which <laughs> could also be fair enough. Um, so could the life save us? Yes. But not not the smaller, finer things in life. Here, yes. So I was going to say, I have, I have one here, unless you have anything else to
1: say about the overpopulation modern lifestyle quandary.
0: I agree. We are overpopulated. And what we should do is put implants in everybody's head, but it makes them uh, less sexually active. Mm. And they won't even know. That's pretty genius. I'm going to call, I'm going to tell Elon. Well, yeah, I, I think that... Well, I'll tell the slash first, obviously.
1: Yeah, then. tell the slash first. <laughs> he'll pass it on to Elon. He'll, he'll dumb it down for Elon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. So I have we got one here from uh, Hal. It says, uh, hi, guys. I'm a long-time listener, and I thought it was about time I write in and put my hand up to be your Tasmanian correspondent. After you saying that you hate Tasmania on your last podcast, I thought I'd write in and let you know that I fully support your stance. My only problem is that you're probably not going quite far enough with your anti-Tasmania message. We Tasmanians like living here, but people keep moving down here from interstate and overseas and it's really annoying. I know that you've done the old Tasmanians are all inbred thing, and that helps keep some of the interlopers away. But I'm worried it's likely to attract an entire population from Frankston. That's very good. That's very good local reference. (laughs) Do you think you'd be able to double down on your anti-Tas rhetoric for us? I can help. People should know that we don't have a lot of things down here that mainland Australia does. No IKEA, no Starbucks. No Krispy Kreme, no Uber in some places, no Bunnings. Okay, I lied with that last one, but people don't have to know. Actually, you should lie too. Uh, Tell them that we drive on the wrong side of the road and backwards and that all our cars are that shaggy dog car from Dumb and Dumber. That ought to do it. Anyway, love the podcast. Please help warn the world about Tasmania so that we can keep it to ourselves. Hell. P.S. You know you were talking about the real estate in Melbourne uh, how a unit costs $800,000. Here's what you can get in Tasmania for that money. Terrible, huh? I mean, it looks okay, but it's built by Inbreds. And he sent a link here uh, to one of the best houses I've ever seen.
0: It's really beautiful house. <laughs> it is so close to like sparkling blue water. Yeah. It's It's got a lot of rooms. It has yeah.
1: an outside pizza oven. Here's, here's, I do have one question about this house. Uh, I I live in a a two-bedroom unit with one car spot, uh, whereas this is a house with four bedrooms, two bathrooms, and an astonishing 14 car spaces, according to this website. I'm very curious about the 14 car spaces.
0: Um yeah i think the thing is because obviously all tasmanians are inbred yeah um <laughs> they they sleep in the same beds together but it's the lot living together and <laughs> to a space for their cars so it makes sense yeah. it makes sense yeah. um uh yes but uh was there anything else no, oh, he just oh, wanted an
1: anti-tasmania rhetoric to be out there
0: here's the thing if everybody had the Dumb and Dumber car, I think that would improve Tasmania's rating.
1: Yeah, you need everyone to drive like a PT Cruiser or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, something something terrible. Um, do you, Okay, I'm going to let you in on a little secret, How Some things you've mentioned here, uh, Starbucks and Krispy Kremes. I'd like to touch on these things. Is The fact that you don't have them in Tasmania and that is why it's a bad place. What happened in Melbourne... <laughs> I, I i remember is that krispy kreme came to australia they opened up one store in sydney new south wales and it was it was off the chain the store oh, was but, selling out of donuts was, was that right.
1: krispy kreme i thought that that was the second coming of jesus
0: yeah well some people the way that people,
1: people were lining up for krispy kreme donuts
0: <laughs> yeah like around the block. And what would happen was if somebody had to go to, you know, Sydney on business or something, they would buy some donuts and bring them to Melbourne. And it was like, Oh, you're the savior. You've bought these great donuts. I, from the beginning, I'd like to say, I was like, no, these donuts aren't that tasty at all. Like I (laughs) do not actually think they were that good. And then what happened was Krispy Kreme made it to Melbourne. And for the first, maybe two weeks, this doors again, Totally sold out of donuts in the first like three hours of opening, and then um, uh, and then so they popped up lots of locations, and I reckon within a year, yeah, they started closing down some locations because. People were just like, oh, these aren't that good. And it was just the hype of not being able to have it. And so because I used to uh, have to fly down to Tasmania um, for work and my employees would always say, oh, did you bring Krispy Kremes? I thought it was like such a weird thing. because I'm like, it's not that good. And I feel like I need to tell every Tasmanian it's not that good. Yeah, just because you don't have it, you feel like it's the best, and it's absolutely. That's the not- thing. It's, and it's, it's like with Starbucks as well. Like Starbucks doesn't do well in Australia. No,
1: especially because like Australia is really arrogant about all their coffee as well. Yeah. <laughs> Specifically, yeah. Melbourne as well, like the most arrogant city in the world. Like they'll tell you they have the best coffee in the world. You don't even have to prompt them. Who shake their hands and before the handshake is done, they're like, do you know Melbourne has the best coffee in the world? (laughs) But what I find funny is that Starbucks went from this thing that people would line up for hours. There was one of the girls I work with, when they open up in Adelaide, in her hometown, someone stabbed someone else outside of Krispy Kreme, like due to demand for these donuts. Went from doing that, opening up individual bespoke Krispy Kreme stores to shutting them all down to striking up a, a partnership with um, 7-Eleven, the, the, oh, like yeah. the, the convenience store slash you know gas station, petrol stations here, where they sell them at the counter now. So it's gone from being like this commodity that people would trade like gold to now yeah. whenever I'm filling up my car and the guy's like, do you want a Krispy Kreme? I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. But this is something I think Americans should be aware of: is that it doesn't matter how crappy or run of the mill one of your stores or restaurants is. If they open a pop up anywhere in Melbourne, it's yeah. it's it's a craze. They opened up. I used to work on a, a very popular street in Melbourne called Chapel Street, mm-hmm. and they opened up uh, an In and Out Burger for two days, and there was lines down the street. And I've had In and Out; it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and they've just announced, I think, that they're bringing a five guys to somewhere in Melbourne as well, and everyone's losing their mind about that. It's always the biggest thing to have the yeah. most average American fast food here.
0: I think the the lesson here is don't open up more locations. Oh. Like, have one in one location and have people go absolutely shit for it. That's, like, what you need to do. What I
1: want to see is that a pop up in america people lining up down the streets for a red rooster nelson
0: <laughs> that, yeah. that's my
1: dream get a yeah.
0: get a rooster roll combo yeah get a cheeseburger with a chicken patty I'm going to be honest with you. If I was in America or any other country and I saw a red rooster, I'm going to eat them. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't do it in Australia, yeah. but I'm like, I, I need to check this out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Anywhere else in the world. The only
1: time I ever go to a red rooster is if I don't want to wait in line because it's guaranteed to be an empty store.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's so true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're going to make your burger like <laughs> yeah. so fast. Yeah. It's going to unbelievable. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, uh, I have one last one here. It's by cousin Rowan. Uh he says, Gentlemen, I recently had a Today I fucked up moment where after working from home and being at home so much, I became so accustomed to having my wireless earbuds in listening to podcasts that I had a wee while on the phone to my mum without realizing. <laughs> I've been thinking about the other today I fucked up moments and it made me think of a challenge. AMA" minus 94.0 each of you post a fake today i fucked up story in the today i fucked up subreddit whoever gets the most upvotes before the next episode wins cheers cousin ron oh a challenge eh a challenge and let me tell you we will
1: definitely remember this challenge <laughs> yeah, Do- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, i can't <laughs> wait till next monday when you message me cuz you're doing the show notes and yeah. you're like, did you do the today I fucked up? And I'm like, posting
0: it now, posting it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to f- definitely forget to do that. But uh, Challenge quiet. accepted. <laughs> you can um, quote us I, on that. Can I just say, let's, let okay, we're living in 2020. Mm. I think it should be socially acceptable that you can be on the phone while going to the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: if there's a year that everything's good, just got to slide. It's 2020.
0: Yeah, well, well, I think just in general, we're all we're all plugged in, we're all online, just, and we also need to go to the toilet, okay? We can do those things simultaneously. What is so bad? Tell me the what is so bad about peeing while on the phone to mm. somebody?
1: I feel like guys have the advantage of being able to discreetly pee if your aim is true.
0: Yeah, well, no, actually I think it's almost like the ups, uh, I don't know. I feel like if I sit down, I can, you know, I can. No, so sat- I think because
1: because you've got the pool of water at the bottom of the pool, right? Yeah. In, in, in... Toilet. Yeah. yeah. So I'm using the drop the kids off at of the pool metaphor here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you've got like a lot of like base of the of the toilet. Yeah. And if you were to to pee, let's say low pressure pee yeah um higher it's a higher risk i will say that higher risk of splashback over the over the lid but if you're to like higher in the base so it's not hitting the water
2: mm. but, yeah but yeah
0: you you can be pretty stealthy i like to think that's how a ninja pees but see i do the same thing but you can you can sit down and still pee on that same mm. spot but then you've also got your legs like covering yeah you know, okay now escaping out yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've got a lid yeah, if you've got fat enough butt, you can make that sound perfect. So <laughs> <laughs> kind of like suck
1: yourself into that. Yeah, spot. yeah, yeah. You, you, you want to cause like an airtight suction to the <laughs> yeah. to, to the seat.
0: But all I'm saying is there's no dire consequence for if I'm on the phone to somebody like, hey, I'm peeing right now. What is the bad consequence? There's nothing. It's just, it's just inferred, mm. oh, this is not a thing you should do. Yeah, But it's fine otherwise. There is no difference whether they do or don't know that I'm peeing at the time. I think it's totally fine. I think I think it's a game. And if they recognize you're
1: peeing, you've lost the game and they've won the game.
0: Okay. But if they
1: don't recognize you're peeing, you've won the game and they've lost and they don't even know that they've lost, which is a second embarrassment. Do you
0: know? Do you know what I think you should, like, we should do, or everybody should do from now on? Is every conversation you have with somebody, you 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 bring, you say, "Hey, am I peeing right now?" <laughs> okay, here's. Sometimes you might not be peeing.
1: Look, I I, I'm scared to to suggest this, but we have had some people that are a fan of surprise interviews, specifically when you called your mum. Yeah. And we could start a game in which we call your mom, maybe we're in the bathroom, maybe we're not. And your mom has to guess whether or not you're peeing right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's called
1: Surprise Interview Am I Peeing edition.
0: <laughs> Am I peeing? Well, I, I mean, would say if
1: we get enough five-star reviews on our podcast, that segment will become <laughs> a thing.
0: It could still be random people. It doesn't just have to be like five- <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with your it mom could, and expand out. It could be surprise interview. And then just at the end, we're like, hey, do you think we are peeing <laughs> in that interview? <laughs> what do you
1: All reckon? Right. We need four new five-star reviews and that will become a segment?
0: <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, but that's it. So thank you. Wait,
1: wait. Why don't we call it surprise into poo? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: God. And we have to be pooing on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. some point in the conversation. Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we ended on a high. That's good. You throw them off. You don't know. It's part of the game. All part of the game. Um Okay, uh, Yes. Yeah, so thank you, uh, Rowan and Hal and Ben and Sol. Uh, if you would like to write into us, you can do so. Reddit podcast, R-E-A-D-I-T podcast at gmail.com. Oh, that reminds me, actually. Last week, we said you should shave your head. <laughs> And we have a picture on our subreddit yeah. of him who shaved his head. I'm not, I'm honestly not sure if he did it because of the episode. I think he probably did it.
1: We also did but, promise that if anyone posted a picture, it would be the most upvoted uh, picture on our subreddit. So if people can help us out with that, that would be good.
0: I think it's probably pretty good. Oh, good, 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 good. Because um, we're not liars. Yeah, we are not like, <laughs> we, we may promise something that we can't deliver. For- <laughs> But uh, we're not lies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyway, yes, you can reach us uh, Facebook and Twitter our subreddit. It's all R-E-A D I D podcast. Yes, and if you would, uh,
1: if you wouldn't mind, we would love a five star review. Uh, you know, rate us five stars on iTunes or whatever your podcast platform is. Leave a nice review. That helps us in whatever the algorithm is. Sometimes we go up, sometimes we go down in rankings. We have no idea why and if it happens, but we're pretty sure that reviews to pay, play a big part in that. So leave a five star review. Request us doing surprise Interpoo if you want. But th- that'll really help us out. Cause it'd be maybe into loo. Oh that okay, surprise in, in surprise in the loo. <laughs> <Surprise>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway,
0: that's it. So thanks for listening. I did
2: not
0: really
1: I hit stop.